Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Thursday morning. Hope you're doing well. Sorry we didn't have a video yesterday. I got a little, um, got a little, um, off track, so I didn't get a chance to get one out yesterday, but we're kind of back to it now. So, uh, we'll have, um, our videos, and I kind of figured out, I worked out my schedule now, so, uh, you know, things always come up when you least expect it, so sorry, uh, sorry we had that, you know, no video yesterday, but we're back, um, back at it today, and have one tomorrow as well, so it's good to, good to be with you as we, um, continue, um, going through the book of Ephesians together, uh, it's always good to continue reading, so, um, looking forward to reading today with you, and, um, hope you have a great, uh, great Thursday. My coffee down so it doesn't, don't, don't, oh, I was gonna say so it doesn't burn me. What did I do? I just, I just put it on my hands. So now I'm gonna try to read this without getting my Bible wet with coffee. Let's see if we can pull this off. So, um, we're in Ephesians chapter, um, chapter four, reading verses 17 through 24. Now, this offer I'm gonna insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their minds, they are darkened in their misunderstanding. Darkened their, darkened, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance and hardness of their heart. They have lost all sensitivity, have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy to practice of every kind of impurity. That is not the way you learned in Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and clothe, yourself with a new, clothe yourselves with a new self, created according to the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. So, um, this is a common theme that you see throughout Paul's writings. Let's think of all the places we've seen talk like this. Like, remember in Galatians, we, we saw the contrast between the works of the flesh and the works of the spirit. Uh, this feels a lot like Romans chapter 1. Um, we see a, a, common, a common theme throughout a lot of Paul's works is that if we aren't careful and if we don't guard our hearts, and specifically guard our minds, we will find ourselves slipping into a life that is led not by control, but that is led by lack of control. I think of a, a, a tweet that I saw by Talbot Davis, who's a pastor in North Carolina a few years back, which has stuck with me through the years. He said, when you look at today's culture, you would be tempted to think that self-expression, not self-control, was a fruit of the Spirit. And so what I think what you see when you contract, when you look here, at what Paul's talking about, if you were to go back and look at Galatians, if you were to go back and look at other places where we see thoughts like this, you, for me, to me, Andy Stoddard, it seems to be wrapped up in self-control and in allowing our lives to be led by our impulses, by our desires, by our lust, by our greed, by our... Uh, by our our flesh, in other words, or if we allow our lives to be led by the Spirit. And so that's why I think that we see a very interesting solution to this problem today in uh, verse 23, where Paul says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and clothe yourself with a new self, created according to the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. So we see that that call as well here, much like we see it in Galatians, much like we see it in Romans 12, this notion to be renewed in our minds, to have our minds be renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I like, I like the way it says here, renewed in the spirit of your mind. I think that's a, a, an interesting phrase there, to be renewed in the spirit of our minds, that we need the spirit 
to be the renewing force within our minds and so that so that we allow ourselves to be led not by our human desires our human impulses our human um just our 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 sinful flesh but allow ourselves to be led by a, a lot a spirit and a mind that has submitted itself to God and allow allows God to 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 take captive all things and allow us to live a life that glorifies him so I do think this comes back in a lot of ways to a renewed mind uh, that we allow God to have control of our mind because so many things in our lives, so many actions, so many sins, so many acts of righteousness, so many things in our life begin in the mind. And so I think it's so important for us to have our minds renewed. What does that mean? For me, it means, to, uh, as as we see in Romans 2, to be renewed, uh, to be, uh, do not be Transform the world, be renewed, but be transformed through the constant renewing of our minds. Um, I think it just uh, means that we give God complete control, not just of our actions, but frankly, of our minds, of our thoughts, of our, of our, uh, 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 it starts there. And so I, I, I think there's a couple places that this takes place. First is the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians to take all thoughts captive. I think this just means, I think this means to live out a renewed mind. It means that we need to give Christ control, Christ, Christ access to our thought process. So many sins, so many things that, so many things that destroy us, that trouble us, that keep, get us in trouble, begin with a passing thought. So many sins, a passing thought gives birth to temptation. And temptation, when it's not taken, taken care of, gives birth to sin. And sin gives birth to death. So I think this means that we need to let Christ take our thoughts captive. Now, I want to be very clear. This doesn't mean that we've got to be... I think sometimes we get ourselves in trouble when we get too focused on, on this. Because no one's thought process is ever perfect. Just... In many ways, this is just about being aware of what you're thinking, uh, being aware of what's going on in your mind, being aware of what catches your eye. This is really a call not to perfect obedience right now, not a call to perfect submission right now. Honestly, it's just a call to awareness. Sometimes we're passive in our own minds, aren't we? Sometimes we're passive in our own thoughts as we are Think about how many things in our life we are mindlessly doing. We are mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. We're mindlessly scrolling uh, through Instagram. We're mindlessly flipping through the channels, listening to our music, watching YouTube. We're almost passive in our own minds. And so I think what, in many ways, one of the first steps to having a renewed mind in Christ Jesus is just to become aware of even what you're thinking. Um, like I said, I don't want to say you become obsessed because I've seen this become very problematic when people come become obsessed on certain thoughts because frankly the more you try to not think about something the more likely you are to think about it i've heard it put like this uh whatever you're doing right now in this moment whatever you're doing do not think about a pink elephant i guarantee you you just thought about a pink elephant because the thought was there in your mind so if we become the, the more we kind of try to basically say i'm not gonna think about sin 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 frankly the more likely we are to think about sin so this is so this is in many ways though just a call to awareness. What are you thinking about? 
Where does your mind go when you're not thinking about anything? What do you focus on? Are you thinking the positive thoughts? Are you allowing the spirit to have access to, to your thoughts and to your to your mind and to all that you're doing? Or are you um, passive in your own thoughts and allowing the sin to guide you? So I think the first step is just to be aware of what's going on. The second idea, I do think it means that we have to be aware of what we're putting into our minds. So um, you know me. I mean, I love pop culture. I love music, especially. I'm not going to sit here tell you that I've been listening to K Love all day. I'm, I've had a Jason Isbell concert scrolling on the back of, uh, in the background all day long. That I've had some Nickel Creek, and I've had some. Uh, I've listened to this great uh, Spotify playlist of bluegrass covers of rock songs, and it's you. You haven't lived till you've heard 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins done in bluegrass. It's, it's quite something. So you can tell. I'm not just sitting here listening to nothing but praise and worship music. I do listen to that, but I like a lot of other stuff too. Um, but you got to give God space in your... I like to find God in culture. I like to find God in music. I like to find God in movies. To find God in these places, though, means you've got to give space in your mind to God. You've got you've to allow God access to your minds. You've got you've to make sure that your minds are thinking on and focusing on Him. So... We have to do that. I think we have to be aware of what we're thinking, aware of what's going on in our brains, and allow ourselves to truly um, allow Christ have to have access and control and have a presence in our life. So how do we do that? Friends, I think the first step is prayer. I really do. I think a constant life of prayer is the first step towards this. So are you praying? Are you listening to him constantly? Are you giving him access to your daily life? If we aren't doing these things, if we aren't doing any of this, then he's not going to have access to our thoughts, which means our minds are going to be darkened. It means we're going to be led not by the ways of Christ, but led by the sinful desires of our, of our flesh. So the first step to making sure that we're living obedient to him in many ways is to allow him to have that access to renew our minds. So today, whatever is noble, whatever is holy, whatever is pure, my brothers and sisters, think on these things, as Paul will later share with us. So... Love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, I look forward to being with you uh, with our renewed minds uh, tomorrow morning for Bible study. Thanks for being with us today. Have a great day.